Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. I'm on a switch! Full Service Radio. Good morning. Welcome to GTFO. Oh, you did it. I did it. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to GTFO Radio. My name is Allison Lane. I'm Paige Pitzner. Uh, GTFO is a show where we talk about pop culture and politics. It's a podcast about pop culture and politics. Man, From women's I perspective. Love that. Man, I love that. <laughs> oh, I just almost lost it. I know. Uh, how are you feeling today? <laughs> feel pretty good did you know that today is april 26th 2018 uh, washington dc i don't care that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait did i just say that <laughs> no that was your uh what is that your Some inner comments. dialogue oh yeah yeah <laughs> your voice is so strong <sighs> who the fuck is this you guys don't understand you guys don't understand oh, now i know that is. i did the yeezys oh, oh. He's just taking over everything. <laughs> should he be he who should not be named? Fuck the thing is, I'm not even doing no. that. It's just like I'm connected to the Wi-Fi, Honestly, and that's just it's happening. Just, <gasps> it's just Chris Jenner. She's just doing what she does. <laughs> she was like, she's like, what is that? An opportunity? Money? Here for it? Momager. Momagers. Yes. How y'all doing? You still high? A little bit, actually. If you didn't listen last week, if this is your first time listening to the show, last week's show was the 420 special. Um, you should listen to it. It was a lot of fun, I have it to was. say. I enjoyed myself, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have been using that CBD pen, like, every day since. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been nice. I like it a lot. I still think it tastes like mold. I, the more that I, I smoke it, yes, I do agree with you. It does not taste as great as I thought it did. It's also not the worst. Yeah, it, and it still kind of hurts. I can see it not being good for you. <laughs> Definitely. I like, hate it because you're always right about stuff like that, but I I I don't know, I've enjoyed it. I think the high has been it's just a nice body relaxing high. I don't feel paranoid. Yeah. I feel like I'm enjoying people. Man, I never got paranoid when I would get high. I get paranoid all the fucking time. I'm always thinking that somebody is like robbing me, like this is a whole sting, nobody else is high. It's just me. But I mean some of those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might you might as well like sometimes you might be out and you are the only one that's high but no if i'm in a room full of people that are also smoking i just assume i'm the only one that's high that's like that high that's that high it's just a fucking disaster yeah i've actually learned to calm like and talk myself down because of watching other people who are high i'm like oh well they're not talking anymore because they i didn't say something stupid they're not talking anymore because they're really fucking high mm. and there's a lot of thoughts going on right now <laughs> Wow, so this is a really big issue for you. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry that happens. 
I, I don't make like whenever someone like starts getting paranoid, I feel really bad for them. Like I'm not like, oh, you're fucking stupid. Like I do. Oh, it sucks. It's a real Cause thing. Part of it's like it's really great until you get paranoid. Yeah, that sucks. And then I want to just like the only way I can calm down is like eating a turkey sandwich. <clears throat> there's there's only so many turkey sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be turkey though. <laughs> just turkey. Uh, all right. So today we are going to discuss a lot of things. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Um, we're more prepared this time than we were last time. Actually, we were fully prepared last week. Yeah. We did exactly what we set out to do. It was, yeah, I'm sorry. It was a really good show. It was a great show. <laughs> Every show. Let's, let's go from the book of Casey, or Casey, Quincy Jones. Everything we do is great. Everything we put out has been perfect, thoughtful, and wonderful. No, I should stop being self-deprecating. Don't sometimes. ever, because you're perfect. Oh God, your eyebrows look great today. If, if the radio you. could hear your eyebrows, they would just be like, wow. Here, I'll rub what them on the God? microphone. <laughs> ASMR eyebrows. <laughs> I don't know if you guys felt it, but it felt good. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, we haven't done a theme. Last week's theme was weed. Uh, this one is... Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Fuck. Don't know how you're going to do this one. Well, I was just going to say men are trash because they've been trash all week. I feel like you've done I this. feel like I have too because it's just such an easy topic. Yeah, it's easy. Um, let's say... Um, oh, fuck. This is hard. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, let's go with... I, I don't know. I'm not... I can't... I can't. I, I can't well, fucking quit. Whatever. I can't fucking. I'm just gonna say trash again. It's trash. Doesn't matter. It's trash. It's trash. Uh. It's trash. Um. <laughs> Apu. <laughs> it's trash. Apu is not trash, but the people who created Apu might be. Yeah, I mean, like the care, the uh, idea of the character and how it was ultimately executed and where the idea, like originally came from and now we understand that it's trash. you go way too in depth with these it's just a little snippet <laughs> trash i have words <laughs> i need to use them um yeah i don't know i guess trump and kanye's relationship trash uh north korea trash <laughs> the uh red nuclear deal is being trashed <laughs> i think toxic might have been a better word <laughs> actually yeah, yeah you're right this shit it's is pretty good all right uh something about autism and dogs <laughs> oh that sucks it's uh, we'll get to it um <laughs> yeah. we have two dog stories yeah there's two dog stories now oh well you brought a dog story to the table and i brought a dog story to the table we like dogs we do I hate cats. <laughs> you do? Yeah, they fucking shed. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm cool with cats if they're outside uh, and, like, doing their job. They do have a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, like, rodent control, but mm-hmm. otherwise... Ugh. I'm very allergic to cats, so I'm, I'm largely indifferent either way. I don't care if they're there or not. Well, you do. I mean, I, I guess I do care if they're killing <laughs> the rats. There is, we have a neighborhood cat that kills all the rats. Yeah, I have one in the alley. Does not belong to anyone, and I'm totally cool with it. Chilling in the alley, killing those like fucking. Sometimes I'm gonna walk by and like high five it, be like, "Thanks, dude." Mm, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty, trash. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, 
uh, I don't know, something about Russians, trash. Charlie Rose, trash. Yeah. R. Kelly, trash. Such trash. Um, this other one, I don't know how to say it. Well, lynching was trash. Yeah. And then this is like a larger topic about the minds of people who voted for Trump. That is interesting. It is. I'm very excited for this topic. Yeah. Um, I'll just outline it real quickly. As the headline says, Trump voters driven by fear of losing status, not economic anxiety. Okay. <sighs> and that's it. That's <laughs> a, what a fun time. Super fun. Fun Uh I think we should start with the Hank Azaria story. Okay. Let's get into that one. All right, so as you know, Apu is a character from The Simpsons. Yeah. And he is a, he owns a Quickie Mart, which I think is supposed to sort of represent like a 7-Eleven. Um, and he is Indian, has a really heavy accent. Thank you. Come again. Yeah. There it is. Um, has like, what is it, like seven children? Eight and I don't know. They make it a point for him. He has to a have bunch of kids, like way more children than the other characters on the show. And they uh, were all young too. Yeah, they're all like the same age or yeah. something. Which is <laughs> kind of weird. Um. Anyways, the voice actor for the character Apu is white. His name's Hank Azaria. And last fall, this documentary came out called The Problem with Apu, which I didn't know was out. Did you? Yeah, I yeah. saw that trailer. It was good. I never saw it. I didn't watch it, but I, I've seen I've, I've seen a lot of, like, I don't know, talks about it and, like, articles about Apu. Or yeah, I mean, I can assume what, it's, what the problem with Apu is. And there was also that controversy a couple weeks ago with the episode of The Simpsons where Lisa made a point to say that like well it wasn't a problem a couple years ago why are people bringing it up now and then a lot of people had issues because lisa simpson has always been like the moral compass of the simpsons yeah uh you know standing for feminism and like women's rights and animals rights and all this other shit but when it came down to taking responsibility for what the character of a poo represents she kind of was like dismissive in the in the episode Mm -hmm. um which did not sit well with a lot of people. I didn't know that happened. It was a huge issue for a lot of people who have been Simpsons fans for years. They're like, well, we understand that shit happened in the past, but at some point when you know better, you do better. Right. And that was not the way to do it. Like serfdom and slavery and, you know, we like try to evolve Mm. as a society. I I found this clip actually. Hold on. Well, what am I supposed to do? It's hard to say. Something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoffensive is now politically incorrect. What can you do? Some things will be dealt with at a later date. If at all. And they got a picture of Apu in the night scene, which is weird because, like, that's definitely out of character. Yeah. For her. Like, she would be the one putting somebody else in their place. That was really strange to It hear. is strange. Isn't it weird? And then the scene is strange as well because, it, like he said, Apu was in, like, a frame next to her bed. And, and I think that Lisa sort of, like, pans to, like, Death yeah, like the they're camera. obviously like she's looking. trying to address that oh, yeah. issue. And using the words politically correct, which is like inherently triggering right now. Um, well, always. So. Wow. I feel like I should just like pull my boob out at this woman. <laughs> hey, what? girl. Woman. Oh, definitely do it. I should just. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> she, had them, she had them silver shoes so on. The, <laughs> oh, I couldn't see. Them. <laughs> they could probably hear you too. That's what's That's yeah. Right. You know. The door is not locked. That's cool. Oh, oh for real? I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Distractions aside, my friends. Um, so, yeah, that was actually really awkward to hear out of, especially, I mean, it doesn't need to be in context. I just mean hearing it, it sounds like. Especially it sounded from Lisa Simpson. You know, I'm saying it sounded really robotic. Like, there was, like, I don't know. It didn't, it sounded really bizarre. Like, not as if the, it didn't sound like the voice actors were, like, Invested in it? We're like or? acting. Like it sounded like they were just like reading with something. Oh, yeah. They were not feeling it. I, I don't know. That's just that's just me. It sounded really like robotic. But mm-hmm. that aside, like, you know, as far as the substance, it's really fucking strange. Yep. Um, uh, well, I guess the voice actor for Apu has, he was kind of um, trying to like avoid discussing the controversy, but he recently said that he would gladly step aside from voicing the character Apu. I guess if he was told to, asked to, I don't know. He hasn't done it yet. I don't think it's a genuine gesture, and um, I don't know what the right answer is. It, se- it seemed that way. Like The director of the documentary appre- like, appreciated what Hank said and seemed to genuinely feel it, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know that most people don't watch actually watch The Simpsons anymore. Yeah, real talk. There's, I mean, you can like look at the viewership of The Simpsons, and it's gone down so much in the past like ten years. Well, shit, we might as well tell the story the right way. Here's the clip of Hank. What, what do you think should happen with the character going forward? Yeah, I've given this a lot of thought, really a lot of thought. Um, and as I say, my eyes have been opened. And I think the most important thing is we have to listen to South Asian people, <laughs> Indian people in this country, when they talk about what they feel and, and, and how they think about, about this character and what their American experience of it has been. And as you know, in television terms, listening to voices means inclusion in the writer's room. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Indian, South Asian writer, writers in the room, not in a token way, but genuinely informing whatever new direction this character may take, including how it is voiced or not voiced. You know, I'm perfectly willing and happy to step aside or help transition it into something new. I really hope that's what The Simpsons does. And it just, it not only makes sense, but it just feels like the right thing to do to me. I, I, you know what? Okay, that's a good statement. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. Um, He does touch on something that I think we can see, and actually all of the stories, uh, that we'll be talking about today and probably forever, uh, the lack of diversity and leadership roles and and creativity like settings it's it's apparent and it, mm-hmm. it sets a precedent for a lot of like fuck shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say that there were more. Uh, we can't say that <laughs> as of now, like black writers and South Asian writers just started happening in the past ten years. They've been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like our current administration. What happens if we have people who are more diverse and better thinkers and that we're able to work together? Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't have to use dumbass words like politically incorrect and shit like that. Why is that a dumbass word? I don't is it I just think it's, it's a like, dumbass statement. I think it's like it's been taken I think it was it was meant to be said in earnest, probably what, eighteen years ago, probably the first time I heard people saying politically yeah. incorrect. 
I think they probably meant it in earnest, but I think that now it's become like a trigger word. I think that people are saying politically it's, correct to like skirt the issue of like lazy. I said something yeah, fucked up. Lazy. So you, what was the? I feel like we've talked about this before. There's like a word for when um, like these terms that get coined become like sort of bastardized in a way, and they like become negative. Mm-hmm. So you think that's what's happened? I with do. The word PC. Yeah, I just think that it's 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 a way for people to justify ignorance and never have to like. Uh, think any further past what it means to, for what they're saying. Okay. That's what I think. And it's just like, all right, yeah. this is politically incorrect. You got offended by it. That's another thing. People just like to say, oh, you just got offended by it. No, I'm not just offended. I want you to understand where I'm coming from and sort of take some ownership and sort of internalize the things that you're saying yeah. and what they mean to the people that are listening around you. Because it's like if saying, so the word like politically correct has made um, the people who use that word like roll their eyes. Yes, and it's like, it makes it very easy for them to be. It's sort of like desensitize the whole reason why anyone should understand where it, why that something is like politically incorrect. Yeah. Okay. Get it. I think so. No, I mean I think you're probably right. I have I'm not, I have no <laughs> counter argument. I just didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> And that, see, and that is a conversation that people should be able to have. Like, that wasn't difficult for us. No. It's a very simple conversation. I don't know. I'm sweating here. (laughs) You are wearing a sweater. It's hot as shit in here. Because it was cold walking here. So, like, that's not on us or this conversation. That's on the weather. That's not Trump. It's not Trump. (laughs) Fucking blame Trump. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just felt really aggro in that second. I just think, uh, yeah, if people can learn anything, if you don't understand or you don't understand somebody's perspective, just fucking ask. Shit. What are they going to do? Well, they could try to make you feel stupid. They could, but then they're stupid, too, because they didn't know. They are. Well, we just have to be confident. We got to be confident. Yeah. We got to, at least, we got (laughs) to. You got to be confident. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm trying every day to make a concerted effort not to be a fuck ass constantly. Yeah, you want to know who is a fuck ass constantly? <laughs> <Just> Tell me. <laughs> well, Trump for one. <laughs> but as we spent so long reading Kanye's tweets last week, um and it seemed to me that people only just now remembered that Kanye is a Trump supporter. Yeah. So I felt it was necessary to just kind of touch on the topic, I guess, as far as Trump and Kanye's relationship. <laughs> okay. I, I, I started losing steam with whatever's going on when he was like, I like the way that Candace Owens thinks. Candace Owens is a free thinker. Candace Owens is a black female conservative gun carrying Trump supporter who's constantly saying that racism is over and people need to get over it. It's also come out over the past week and that Candace Owens family received a bunch of money from a racist settlement. Hmm. So it's like you don't understand where you're getting your leg up from Candace Owens but I digress mm-hmm. Kanye West has co-signed you. And I was like well where is he actually going with this? You know we're all going to die one day. Basically. (laughs) Why not die rich? Why not die rich? Uh, 
I almost want to get into this later because you, you did bring up the fact that a lot of like Trump supporters issues is like about an economic status. I'm sorry, about an actual like status symbols and like their place in society other than like uh, economic anxiety. Okay. Because I feel like uh, like a perfect example of this is not about like money. It's about power and what your status is. Is that uh, Chris Jenner <laughs> tweeted at TMZ <laughs> because TMZ said Chris Jenner. Chris, yeah. Which one's Chris Jenner? Chris Jenner's the mom. Oh, okay. Mom Jenner. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she tweeted at TMZ to scold them because TMZ said that Kim and Kanye's house was worth twenty million dollars, and she was like, actually losers it's 60 million dollars and it honestly doesn't matter after a million dollars because i ain't never gonna see any of that shit in my life maybe (laughs) let me speak that into reality maybe i will see more than a million dollars i hope the fuck i do but that bitch really wanted to like press people over 40 million dollars that nobody gives a fuck about but her like and it wasn't about like anything other than don't see me as less than what i am all right. I mean, that's. Do you know a, what I mean? Like, I totally know what you mean, and I totally know where this is going, especially as far as Trump's net worth and how he wants. That's what all this shit is about. It's about yeah. like identity and like projecting this like inflated sense of self. So you want to wait? That's why. Okay. Uh, are we doing breaks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. <laughs> All right, we'll do we'll do a quick break. Ninguém quer só para relembrar aqui ninguém compete. Toque meta boca tipo que trompete. Ela chama tropas tipo que concerto. Tudo aquilo que eu faço mantém o discreto. A sonhar bem alto tô baseado no teto. Faço design de rimas tipo um arquiteto. Yeah, this is by Infinite Scroll, good friend. Uh, the track is called Seventeen Oh. Basically, how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, same, dude. I'm mm. also a piano. I don't know. I don't Welcome back to GTFO. My name is Alice Lane. Paige Blissner here. Meow meow. Uh, so we are going to touch upon, I guess, the Koreas. <laughs> so Korea. Uh, so I guess over the past few months, um. What North Korea is like, we are no, we're gonna give up like our nuclear weapons stash and stop testing. And now they're going to uh, meet with South Korea in South Korea, and it'll be the first time a North Korean leader has stepped outside of the country to meet with uh, like a, a like a other leaders, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> since like I don't know like 80 years or some shit damn it's like a big deal um sounds scary 
I don't know. There's I don't no, trust men. There's nothing to be scared about. It's just, it is a little weird that it's happening. And I guess it's, some people are like, don't trust what they're doing. Like, that seems like too good to be true. Um, Chinese geologists actually just came out and just said that they discovered that North Korea, one of the, like the main North Korean nuclear testing site has collapsed Yikes. Uh, making it impossible for them to even continue testing. So they think that could be a reason why they're like, oh, so yeah, we're not going to do this nuclear <laughs> testing anymore if you guys like don't want us to. Yeah, we're good. But it's just like coincidentally, they actually can't do it anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. When is this happening? Tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. Uh, tomorrow being Friday, if whenever it is you're listening to this. So Friday the 27th is okay. when this will be happening. So we'll see. Um, another nuclear news. Uh, I don't know if you've heard fucking French President Mac- Macron. 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 Macaroon. Yeah. I said, sounds delicious. I Tell know. me more. I was like, I don't want to go there because it's I did so- it for you. <laughs> I'll take all the messy ones here. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, uh, not Jack. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know Jack Hensley. Yeah. He doesn't do podcasts. He's not here. Especially podcasts about podcasts. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Anyways, French President Mac- Macron Delicious. met with Trump to try and convince Trump to not stop the nuclear deal with Iran that involves other European countries um, because it was something that was started during the Obama administration where Iran would, you know, stop developing nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. which we would really like them to do because the world does not need new nuclear weapons. Let's, like, we're real good on those. Yeah, like, let's be honest. Um, I don't care, like, where you're from. We don't need that kind of power. Uh, anyways, um, and Trump is saying that he's going to completely stop the nuclear deal and not be involved in it, just say, like, we're not going to agree to any of this and it's going to, like, completely discredit the U.S. for, like, any future negotiations. <sighs> so, it's like, it doesn't look Does good he understand us. diplomacy at all? No. Okay. No, he literally doesn't. This is a man who... Remember, he... Uh, skipped the draft by saying his, like, he had bad feet or, like, bone spurs or some shit. Like, he is... Not a fucking patriot at all. Anyways. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the doggy news. Dogs! Uh, it's actually, this is more says something about fucking humans. So the British Veterinarian Association has had to issue a statement saying that dogs cannot get autism from not getting vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess this is in response partly to the growing anti-vaxxer, uh, what would you call it, movement. Um, grow, it's growing in the United States, and it's been, you know, it's like gone on to owners not vaccinating their dogs because they think their dogs You're are going to get autism. They think their dogs are going to get autism, and now it's spread to the UK. And this morning talk show in the UK. Like went on Twitter and asked if anyone was any like pet owners who uh, weren't vaccinating their dogs if they wanted to like talk to the morning show so the morning show could like discuss this anti this like dog anti vaccination movement 
and people were like, can you not give these people a platform because you have like one person who watches the show and thinks like, huh, I guess I'm not going to vaccinate my dogs now. And there's like these diseases that fucking kill dogs. We just don't see them anymore because we vaccinate our dogs. And there's literally no scientific basis <laughs> for vaccines to be giving the dogs autism. So when I close my eyes to roll them, all I see is China, white, right? I just see white people just scrolling across my eyes. What the fuck? I don't know. It is so ridiculous. There's literally no scientific basis for it, which is why the... Um, uh, British Veterinarian Association like had to come out and say this because by this morning talk show like giving any sort of like credence to the idea you start this having a problem people are so fucking stupid well I mean I don't blame them like trying are you fucking kidding me if medicine you, is designed is, is created by scientists and people who have studied and put their life this is why and I their money into shit I don't fucking understand this why is, people do dumb shit like this. It's not because it's, I'm not saying it's, this is why I don't blame them. I don't blame them because we have these news outlets that tout these sort of ideas and then they don't bother trying to explain how vaccinations work. Like people just don't get it. And then you can fault them because they don't go beyond the headline, right? Like they don't want to okay. learn more. But there is a problem of, you know, like this morning talk show saying shit like this and you like obviously are going to trust them because these people are declared to be journalists, you know. So then they like have these sort of discussions. Like think about all these fucking doctor daytime TV shows in the United States. Like that's where this fucking like human, these like people are getting these ridiculous ideas about like nutrition and shit. Dr. Oz. <laughs> you oh know what I'm God. saying? Though? Like, so it's, funny. It's like really ridiculous. And we just don't have any laws that prohibit us from disseminating retarded, sorry, stupid <laughs> information. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. <laughs> It's just your dog doesn't have autism because it got vaccinated. If can, I can dogs even get autism? Dogs like, can get a lot of shit. Yeah. So they, they have anxiety and depression and yeah, they they get shit. How do you diagnose it? I mean, you have to know your dog. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You ever seen an anxious dog before? No, I'm not, I don't. I haven't spent enough time around dogs. I've never yeah. had a dog. Anxious so I, dogs yeah. are like the they're it's it's weird because they're nervous. But they kind of want to be near you, and you can kind of feel their energy, and there's just... Yeah. Well, I've seen dogs that, like, like shelter dogs that were in, like, traumatic situations, and they're, like, shook as fuck, you know? Like, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, that's sad. sad. Damn. <laughs> but dog autism. But still, like, <laughs> give your dog that vaccination. Yeah, it, yeah. It's important. I think that also speaks to, like, what you're saying about people not understanding, like, medicine and vaccinations and shit. It speaks to a lot to... Um, the lack of our healthcare systems. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people only think that to go to the doctor because something's very wrong with them. So you, like, sort of put that in their mind, like, from birth. Like, I'm taking you to a doctor because there's something fucking wrong with you. Instead of, like, this is a preventative measure. Right. This is something that is supposed to help you so that you don't have to come back here. You right. can come back here less. Mm -hmm. We put this weird precedent on, like, our healthcare system is, there's something fucked up about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Preventative health is very important. It is important. Preventative health care. Health care is, is important. Health care. 
Yes. <laughs> Taking care of your health. Yeah. Very, very important. Um, should we do the other dog story now? Not really. Okay. I mean, we can. <laughs> no. I mean, it's kind of sad. We can go into Russia. Dogs commit suicide, y'all. Yeah. Damn. Like a lot. No. Yes. Dog no. feelings. Yeah. No. Like there's a dog suicide bridge. In no, 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 no. Yes. How? They jump? They jump off the bridge. No, they yeah. don't. Yeah. And they kill themselves. No. <laughs> Jack, the more you Jack say is no. so upset. <laughs> Jack, not Jack. The more you say no, it doesn't mean the dogs aren't killing themselves every day. I remember when I was in college, I had a professor Damn. who was a dog psychologist. And she had to diagnose dog depression all the time. Because the dogs would get like, these people's dogs were like attempting suicide all the time. Like trying to drown themselves in pools and shit. Really? Yeah. It was like a huge issue. That's crazy. So dog suicide has been like a, an issue for a long time. And it's funny because a lot of it stems from the way that we talk to our dogs. So like if you, and especially like after the rise of like cell phones and like, you know, putting your dog's pictures on Instagram and all this other shit. Dogs started developing some sort of like awareness that like if you're taking a picture of them, something fucked up is happening or they they're dressed weird or like they're doing something funny. <gasps> so it started to mess with like the dog's psyche. And if it wasn't reinforced with something like I just like you as the dog that you are, the dog started Stop. to get gradually more depressed. And then the dogs started to kill themselves. Stop. So, yes, your dog can commit suicide. And your dog is probably depressed if you're not reinforcing that you like the dog as naked dog or whatever natural state that your dog is. So be mindful of that. Oh my god, that's so there's sad. a full ass dog suicide bridge. I want now. I want to go home and see my dogs and tell them I love them. Yeah, which I do all the time. You do. Your I dogs know. are well loved. I know. They cuddle. They're fantastic. But like people who like literally just dress up their dogs just to like treat them like shit. Damn. So animal suicide's been going like this has been documented since the mid 19th century. Yep. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. There was a gazelle that died in 1847. <laughs> and then... the looking at The female gazelle died because it ate something bad. The male stood over the dead body and, like, fought anybody that tried to touch it. And then the male just struck his head against a wall and died. Yeah, I have actually heard about Damn. animals not being able to live. I mean, I know that I'm I had... i up over this. I had um, a cat... We had two cats. One was like a lot older than the other one, and they became like best friends. And then one of the cats, this was like when I was growing up, so it was like my mom's cats, I guess. Um, the young, like the older cat died, and the younger cat was like never the same, and was like crazy depressed, mm-hmm. and was like super sad. She was literally never the same after the older cat died. It's really sad. Oof. Animals have feelings, man. Yeah, and they manifest. Yeah. In many different ways. It's really true. Be mm. nice to your pets. Yes, be nice to your pets. Be your pets. <laughs> Do you want to take a break? I think, I, think like I need depressing. one. I think yeah. I'm a little break oh, right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> More infinite scroll. This one with New Jersey drone. <laughs> And that's Infinite Scroll with a Y. Y N F Y N Y T Scroll. 
Check him out on SoundCloud. Jack? Hello? Hey. Is everything okay? Is everybody here? I just got shot, sorry. Oh no, oh, that's so sad. Huh. Welcome back to GTFO Radio. Um. For real, that was definitely a dog ghost, that sound. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> okay. Let's get We're into... We're not even getting in, into anything that's like more positive. <laughs> I, of course not. Uh, let's just get into two more men or trash stories before we get into a... We might as well make that whatever. M&M. Yeah, we uh, have like 10 minutes. <laughs> Charlie Rose! All right, so Charlie Rose is having a weird sort of redemption show for the Me Too movement where he is going to interview other men who have been accused of, uh, I guess, sexual assault. I'd I couldn't even believe this one when I saw it. I'm like, nah, come on. Yep. I, it's. But then you think about it, and it's definitely like I could picture them all drinking whiskey, like, you know, we yeah. should do our own show. It Tell our side. It sounds like yeah. some sort of weird like fraternity pre- PR stunt where they're like trying to take control of the narrative. Like, I yep. don't. Yeah. And that will tie into our story later, because it's not about the money. It's about their status. And they can go fuck themselves. So, uh, watch or don't watch that show. It's going to be some full fucking bullshit. And whoever produces that show should probably just go ahead and cut themselves. I mean, it's not going to get made. It's like, it's embarrassing enough that that got leaked. That's definitely something that, like, Charlie himself was trying to pitch. Like, come on, there's got to be a producer. But, like, no one's going to take that shit. It's like if we get ahead of the story. I don't know. No one's taking that on. We have a full-ass president who's grabbing bitches by the pussies. Yeah, if that show gets picked up, it'll be on, like, InfoWars. (laughs) Like, who's going to pick that show up? Yeah. No one. Some um, asshole. Uh, Tom Joyner will no longer be playing R. Kelly on his show. So if you don't know, because you're not black, Tom Joyner has a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Joyner has a morning show that's quite popular with the older set of the brown people. He has older said, set. <laughs> the older set. <laughs> well, he is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a big move. He's it. It is. I think that a lot of people don't. We've talked about this before about how like if you're, you know, a DJ or like whatever sort of uh, public figure, and then you are, you know, helping to promote certain people that you know have horrible past. Kind of like with who's that NFL player? The white one that was had like raped someone, but he's still a football oh, player. Ben. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben. That yeah. stupid motherfucker. I hate him Burger. so much. Oh, my God. There was a fire that just lit inside. I hate him so much. He raped so many women, and they still pay that motherfucker money? Yeah. Really? Boo. And then you don't want to give Colin Kaepernick a goddamn deal? Y'all could go kill yourselves. Everybody in the NFL... I probably should not have been that heated. Actually, I am that heated. Well, fuck him. Fuck, I am so mad. Oh, my God. Like, I have, like my fists are balled right now. I'm so upset. <laughs> Oh, I hate him so much. But I brought it up because it was something oh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like Yo. you know, like like you just gave me a leg three, stroke two three years ago <laughs> when we were doing this show. 
before we would talk about that and yes. it's like still a fucking thing they still pay him so oh my you know, god now we have tom joiner who is has the capacity to not play r kelly because r kelly loves to fuck children yes. <laughs> have you seen that um what was his name that rapper what the fuck is his name six nine no not six not just six nine but uh takashi <laughs> He's not. Can we just talk about him? <laughs> who he, he had don't. sex with children too? Uh, oh, oh, had, oh 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 um, Allegedly uh, has. I th- hold on. Yeah, had, no, it's him. It's Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, he yeah. sucks. But I was going to talk about uh, who was the rapper who recently called out uh, R. Kelly. Vince Staples. Vince Staples. Uh, <laughs> he was in an yeah, interview he, he for, went, for He Coachella. went all the way in. He went. And he was like, he's like, oh, what? They're gonna get mad. Because they want R. Kelly out here peeing on people and shit and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm a good dude. I know how to read. I pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but it's so true. And yeah. I think it's really important in the black community because we have this really ridiculous thing, especially with like the R. Kelly's and Michael Jackson's and now the Kanye's. Well, we want to separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. And I think that taking a stand and actually making them accountable and not playing them, not giving them whatever little dollar coins they get or ego boosts they get from us listening to them. Yeah. Take it away from him. Take yeah. it away. You don't deserve it anymore. You don't deserve it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a tough one, man. Because, like, we start, I mean, I don't know how much music you listen to, but, like, shit. Everyone, like so many musicians, got bad skeletons in the closet. They do. Yeah. And not everybody deserves to, you know, you have your time. And then there's other artists. It's like, I don't know. Is it okay to listen and not buy tickets to the concert? Or should we just boycott these motherfuckers? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, isn't that the same thing? Kind of. They don't but by listening to them, DJing them, like, you're still spreading it. You're still supporting it, right? You have a, you have a choice to be responsible for what you do. Yeah. And what sort of information you consume or, or what sort of entertainment or where you derive your entertainment. And I think being responsible, uh, I mean, obviously it's important. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's just, you know, I think this is a good Mentators and Mierdas. Okay. What do you Let's think, Take a Dad? super quick break before that. Yeah, take a quick one. One more from Infinite Scroll. This one's called Salvaje, I think. I don't know. We got the Rizzo right here from the almighty Wu-Tang Clan. You're checking out Full Service Radio, Bong Bong DC, you know how I be. <laughs> oh my God. Is he in the building? No. Yeah, he is. He, he left. He said oh. the coffee was too expensive. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations oh, with that woman. So I did have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, that's so crazy. like throw this cup. <laughs> Uh, that sound means it's time for Mentiras y Mierdas. This is the part of the show where we take one little topic and we discuss the lies and shit beneath that topic. This week's topic is uh, the um, narrative that economic anxiety has driven uh, poor white Christian men to vote for Trump. Mm, just the men? 
I mean, yeah. I just the men, not the women. Because the women the are s- That's the story. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I... I'm actually interested in this because I've had a lot of conversations in this past like two weeks about either white supremacy, what's going to happen after like self-driving cars take all of the white truck drivers' jobs, what's going to happen, mm-hmm. like what is actually happening with like the the white psyche right now in this Trump era. So this was an article published in the New York Times, okay. and it was an article about a recent study on white, uh, poor, well, kind of poor, Christian, Republican men. And it was these men who, um, uh, I guess conservative men, I don't know. It's like men who are, um, who may not have voted for Trump but ended up voting for Trump and then it's like why did they end up doing that and so far people are saying it's because of like the economy and you know like trade jobs disappearing you know it's been like that narrative is what's been sold as to why Trump won Mm -hmm. in these rural areas and these studies are showing that that's not actually true and what the truth is is that it's their fear of losing their cultural status oh. is what has dri- what drove them to vote for Trump. Not Meaning like they don't want to get knocked down a peg because taxes get raised? They or? don't want to get no, knocked out a peg because a do. woman's the president. Yeah, it's, oh. yeah. So it's a deeper thing. It's not it's like... Because cause a right. woman's the president and because they just had a black president. Yeah. That's, wow. what they were, that's what they're scared of. They're scared of the idea of the white man being in charge of like the household being able to make like decisions without having to talk to their partner, um, you know, same sex marriage. They don't want like men to be with other men, like things like that. Your idea of a racist white man, that's what they're afraid of being lost because <laughs> they want to maintain that because they know no other way. They also have no communities outside of themselves that are like diverse or, did we already talk last week about men, white men's like poor social skills? I don't know. We sort of did because we talked about that. Um, did we? We did. We talked about how men uh, rely on their partners for like, like socialization oh, right, and right, shit right, like right, that. Right. Yes. And like, if you are in these communities where you don't have to socialize with anybody that doesn't look like you, then you really can't see a way that like maybe a woman being the breadwinner is not a bad thing. Maybe having a a brown partner or non-white partner yeah. is not like a a terrible thing or like a a superior who's not a white man so, what does it actually mean yeah so this is so the study was done by someone named dr mutz who was actually a woman um Surprise. and she was trying to answer two questions is there evidence to support the economic anxiety argument meaning like job you're, everyone's losing jobs you know they're like the like maybe like the tax question like anything having to do with like money um, uh, or did the fear of losing social dominance drive some voters to Mr. Trump? And it found that losing a job or income between 2012 and 2016 did not make a person any more likely to support Trump. Neither did the mere perception that one's financial situation had worsened. Um, the thing is, before 2016, the economy was actually on the upswing, which is why yeah. people started wondering, is this really 
the problem. Like, are, are people actually poorer now and they want things to change? Because so far as we can tell, that's not actually true. Like, financially, they weren't any worse off in reality. But the idea of them being worse off was there. So they thought that they were financially worse off, even though they actually weren't. So they found a person's opinion on how trade affected personal finances had little bearing on political preference, and neither did unemployment or the density of manufacturing jobs in one's area. Okay. So, so facts didn't have anything to do with how they voted. It was just the idea of Trump being this powerful. Well, it's emotions. I just, it's funny it to me because it, it seems it's from my deductions. It just sounds like white dudes are just mad. Or what's going to happen with all these people that I've been fucking over for so long? What if they get ahead? Are they going to screw yeah. me over too? Instead of like, it sounds like a really selfish like thought process instead the, of being like, these are the same oh people, shit, this person's qualified. These I mean, are the just, same people that fell for that crooked Hillary campaign that was run by Cambridge Analytica. Like these are the men that are being manipulated. They should just worry that they're stupid, not that anybody else is going to take advantage of them. That's not, not worried about that. But that's the thing, though. Like it makes them like changed makes them feel stupid. I mean, I'm only assuming. I actually don't know. I'm no expert. Um, <laughs> but the change for a lot of people is really hard to comprehend. And it's scary. Like People who are who believe that they're in the, the, some like socioeconomic superior place in our uh, economy, like they don't want as, as far as they can tell, why would they want anything to change? Do you think this is another we talked about this on our old old show white fragility that's when white people feel like I mean, they yeah. are what the fuck is white fragility mm. <laughs> I, don't even like I was describe. like oh yeah totally and now i'm like whoa wait like how did we describe white fragility before it was basically that like uh uh white people feel threatened when we talk about like race and um I don't know, sort of equality. I it's suppose. a range of defensive behaviors exhibited by white people in response to challenges to the unstable racial equilibrium that gives them social privilege. White so fragility. Basically, yeah, like yeah. the fear that it's all. That's it's, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a study done last year that actually said something really similar. So this is now two studies that are um, sharing this argument. <laughs> I want to say this. Some white people, if y'all knew what it was every day to walk down the street being a black woman of any sort, y'all would lose your shit. But like, they don't want to. They, they don't. don't. They don't want to know what that's like. They can't. And there's a story that we actually skipped today about uh, the the Peace Museum. Oh, in Alabama. In Alabama, that is to memorialize uh, all the lynchings uh, that happened in the United States. Uh, post uh, slavery, mm-hmm. I suppose, and it's definitely during like Reconstruction. Uh, black people were terrorized in this country. Just it, people just made up shit about them constantly, and we've been yeah. oppressed and then just beaten and brutalized, and yet we persist. The fact that the idea of somebody who looks not like you might challenge your well-being, you're weak as fuck. Grow up. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Every day I have to deal with somebody like, oh, she's black and has an attitude, but I still go to work 
I still make my coins. My wig looks great. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to stop thriving because of what other people think or may not think. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. But, yeah. like, the fact that people actually want to vote to, like, maintain some sort of shitty homeostasis that is not, like really helpful to anybody you're actually poorer now you set yourself in a shittier situation you put your children in like in peril like what are you doing man is it like a psychological thing where they want somebody that could be their parent or something you know what i mean like i don't know because i feel like i feel like like giving them like the out of saying it's a psychological thing makes it a mental health issue and i don't think this is a mental health issue i think this is an issue of, of people making a concerted choice to be racist or sexist. It just it's a it's some weird misogyny what's happening with them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> Your beautiful black ass. <laughs> <laughs> I do squats. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> I suppose. Um, yeah, if you guys want to find that study, uh, just look it up on New York Times. It's look up Trump economic anxiety in New York Times, and then you'll find it. And then in that article, there's links to other studies. I think you should really read it and equip yourself with this uh, actual data so you can use it in arguments. Can't fight data. Can't fight statistics. Yeah. Facts be facting. Yeah. <laughs> facts be out here facting. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I want to thank you, Paige Plister. Thank you, Allison Lane. Thank you all for listening to GTFO Radio. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at GTFO underscore radio. We're live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern at fullserviceradio.org. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Stitcher, whatever, search GTFO Radio, or you can download our episodes directly from gtforadio.fullserviceradio.org. Magnificent. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Tell your pet you love them. (laughs) (laughs) Full Service Radio.